When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates North Park, Illinois. Welcome back into the program, everybody. We will talk all things Ball State football over the course of the next hour. Head coach Mike New is here with us to begin things. Justin Hall, Cardinals wide receiver, scored a couple of touchdowns on Wednesday night last week. He'll be with us here as well uh, toward the back half of the program. But we start with Coach New coming off a Redbird rivalry loss in Oxford, 38-31. Uh, I said at the time, Mike, and I, I don't mean this from a um, decision-making standpoint. I just mean it from a, like, ridiculousness of how p- games could end. It, it's one of the stupidest endings to a football game I've ever seen. It was definitely disappointing, uh, no question about it. I thought our defense did a great job in the fourth quarter of getting the ball back, and we were in position, obviously game-tied, and felt really good about taking the field in that situation. And, uh, hey, we didn't, you know, obviously it was disappointing the way that game finished, but, uh, you know, we got we to gotta regroup here. And I told the team in the locker room that night when it was over, let's we got to leave it here in Oxford, obviously. We put a, a lot of positive things on the field to build on. Obviously, we got to clean up uh, the things that need to be cleaned up, but it doesn't get any easier. Uh, we get, obviously one week, and then we uh, play at home here at Schumann Stadium, and we you know we kick that off against Eastern Michigan. So we got to make sure that 
uh, we keep our head up here and we leave the locker room. And I felt good all week long here, uh, you know, over the weekend. Last week when we came in the day after the game and the guys really attacked it after arriving back here in Muncie late and uh, really felt good about where guys were at and how we attacked it on the practice field this week and certainly helped that we had some great weather. Um, for those that missed it, uh, 108 to go on Wednesday night. Jack Knight hits a 47-yard field goal. Uh, to tie the game at 31, you guys then force the three and out before Drew Plitt throws the interception, um, essentially in the red zone for Miami, which allowed them to score the go-ahead touchdown in the final seconds. Um, what do you do in that moment? Like, take the football coach out of it, the the like the father figure side of it, because they kept showing Drew on television, and yeah. you could just tell it was destroying him inside. Like, from a person's standpoint, what do you do? Well, you got to keep you got to keep his head up. You got to keep his chin up, you know, because obviously he took it hard. I took it hard. You know, people don't like you when you lose and that's just part of it, whether it's out in the general public or whether it's on social media, you just, people don't like you uh, when you lose. That's just part of it. But I want to make sure that he, uh, he keeps his chin up because he did a lot of positive things and, and, uh, and he's our leader and he's our quarterback and every one of us believes in him. And, and, you know, there's plenty of other things that happen throughout the course of the game. Be nice that during that three and out series of defensively, that fumble just bounces yeah. a different way there. Maybe we can scoop that thing up and then, uh, but things happen, uh, you know, in the course of a game and, and, uh, you know, obviously you can go back and play the scenario in your head, but it's not going to do us any good right now. We need to make sure that we're focusing all our effort and energy uh, on Eastern Michigan. But my main concern was just making sure uh, to keep his chin up. Obviously, it's you know he, he's he's done a great job of handling it uh, this week, and and uh, to be expected, I expected that from him. And and uh, he's had a great week of pra- practice here so far. We'll finish it off tomorrow with our Fast Friday preparation, and uh, you know keep uh, making sure that. Uh, we iron out the details before Wednesday night kickoff gets here. I was going to say, how how did he handle it, and how has he been in awesome. practice? Incredible. He came in Thursday and obviously watched the film, and, and uh, he was great. You know, obviously, uh, you know, when, when you're the leader like that and your teammates are going to look to you and, and uh, they're going to respond how you respond. And, uh, and and he responded exactly how you would want him to, and he was eager to get back on the practice field and go to work. And, uh, you know, I think um, – you know, I think his teammates certainly have uh, the utmost respect for him and, and, and all the confidence in the world in him. That's almost the more important aspect of all that. It, it's, it's less being not okay with it, but like, like less, less being able to move on for himself uh, than it is for everyone else. Because in his position, he needs the rest of the team to see him say, okay, next page, we're on to Eastern Michigan to steal a Bill Belichickism. Um, more so than he needs to just physically do that himself. Yeah, no question. And, and we left there. We Not the result we wanted, um, but we left there. Miami's in the east. We're in the west. Mm-hmm. You know, the west run starts Wednesday night, and that's really – you know, I hate to say it, and I know it's you know it's it's where the radio show falls in line with the game being last Wednesday, and now we play. You know, where I'm so far removed, I forgot a lot of what already happened uh, in that game, but it's part of it, and I get it. And wins uh, and losses. Yeah. Yes, exactly. But you know, our so our sole focus, and it was that was my challenge that night, is making sure we left out of here with our chin up. Uh, you know, making sure that our chest was out, knowing that man, we got a lot, <laughs> everything we want right in front of us, and we got to make sure that we move forward here and uh, and not lose the Miami game on Thursday when we watch right. film, and uh, and make sure that we're uh, regroup, refocus, you know, own it like a man, like every man did, and uh, move forward full speed ahead, and we've done that. Yeah, you're playing Eastern Michigan on on Wednesday night. Don't get beat by Miami on Wednesday night. That's right. Um, Mike New joins us, Ball State's head football coach. Obviously, a lot to like and a lot to look back on that we'll talk about. 
uh, in, in Wednesday night's game as well. James Whitford, though, is, is very famous for saying um, in late-game situations, uh, one play does not a basketball game make. One play does not a football game make. So it's easy to look at it and say, ah, well, if you just hadn't thrown that interception late, things would have gone a different direction. Uh, but when you took the step back on Thursday or on Wednesday night and looked, where else do you think the most was impactful in allowing Miami to come back? Well, you know, I think or I look back in that second quarter there when we were down there in the red zone and we came up empty-handed. You know, we, we were down there first and goal, and uh, and we, we came up empty-handed. We had a false start penalty, which for the most part we had done a good job with not, you know, with eliminating some of those pre-snap penalties that you always worry about when you're talking about game number one. You haven't been out there forever. But we came up empty-handed in that situation, and we had a chance to put points on the board, minimum three. And so I look back at some of the opportunities there uh, that we, uh, you know, certainly didn't take advantage of when we had it. Uh, you know, I know we certainly missed uh, Bryce when he went out there in the second quarter. I understand why the call was made. I certainly know Bryce Cosby was not doing that intentionally. You know, the quarterback didn't slide him and Antonio were in a pickle. They're both around him, and he didn't give himself up, so they make the tackle. And, it, you know, obviously – the, the collision shows that it was with his head, but it certainly wasn't intentional. But we missed his leadership uh, on the back end there. He makes a lot of, uh, you know, obviously his communication skills on the back end. But he did a great job of, of uh, being heavily involved yeah. with the guys on the sideline, you know, because he was allowed to still be out there. So, listen, a lot of positive things. I was encouraged big time by seeing us get after the quarterback, the pass rush. You know, with the outside linebacker group there, a lot of hits there. Even the guys on the interior, there were so many positive things on the interior D-line. And then, you know, now we just, you know, it's the first time they've been in a four-quarter game now. And now they understand what it's like. And I expect that to continue to just grow and get better and better and better. But really, to see Christian and Anthony and Jordan Williams and seeing those guys – you know, their versatility and seeing them get after the quarterback and have some good sack production and QB hits, you know, that was a big point of emphasis. And I was, it was really awesome to see that. And they rallied late there in the fourth quarter, got the ball back, you know, on two separate occasions, which was huge, and, and we certainly had our opportunity. Let's talk about the targeting call with Bryce. In the second quarter, it knocks uh, Brett Gabbert out of the game, uh, which allowed A.J. Mayer to come in. I've not seen a lot of Brett Gabbert in my life because he's been knocked out of both games against you guys. Uh, but he must be awesome if A.J. Mayer is his backup because that guy played very well uh, on Wednesday night. But uh, the, the, the hit that knocked him out, that's where I feel like there has to be a targeting one and a targeting two. <laughs> like, I don't know kind of where you, you sit on that as a coach and how you even differentiate that. But obviously Bryce is in the wrong because he led with the crown of his right. helmet. But when he started to go down... The quarterback was upright. So it's the quarterback's initiation of the contact in that situation. So what's Bryce supposed to do other than rectify what he did four steps ago? Yeah, and that's the one thing that, that uh, that's the million-dollar question. And, and you really, you know, I know the intent was not to lead with your head and launch yourself and, and you know, deliver a blow uh, like, you know, obviously like the targeting rule suggests. I understand why it was called. I'm not, you know, Bryce understood it, right. although neither one, we hated it, uh, but it's part of it and, and understood. And he handled it like a like a champion. And, and uh, I, I don't know what can be done uh, differently. And, and I, I understand why the call is made and, you know, to protect uh, the ball carriers, protect the quarterback, protect the ball carriers. And, you know, I just have to continue to, to educate the guys the best you can. But so many of those happen in such a split second that I don't know that there's anything different he can do. And especially, 
you don't know how the ball carrier is. He going to go down? Is he going to try to run you over? You know, well, because you're always like you, you teach them put your helmet on the ball, right? Correct. You're trying to cause a fumble. Right. So Bryce is going in there trying to put his helmet on the ball, and the quarterback puts his helmet on the helmet. Well, never leading with your head. Obviously, tackling with your your head to the okay. side, then obviously gotcha. wrapping up and gotcha, all gotcha, that. Gotcha. But it's just one of those things. You, it's it's easy to do that when you teach and practice and you're using a stand-up dummy or your form tackling and you're working together. But when you're talking about the speed of the game being a live situation, I just don't know how, you, you know, it's so hard because you don't know what the ball carrier is going to do. Is he going to slide? Is he going to try to run you over? What's going to happen? And it's a lot of times you hear that a lot, that it's a bang-bang play, and that's what it was. And so uh, it's unfortunate. Uh because those guys were just in position to, to make a tackle there, and they both ended up being on one on each side of them, and, and that happened. And, you know, again, we've moved past that, yeah. and I appreciate and, and lots of respect for Bryce on how he handled it with class. And, and um, no, everybody knows that that was not done with intent. He's just trying to make a football play. Yeah, so bang-bang that they didn't even throw the flag the first time. Right. Uh, they had to go back and, and review it. Uh, to, and to the hard it. part is because we had, you know, certainly the ball was out on that situation. Right. And we recovered and all that stuff, too. So, um, you know, those are the ones that, you know, you wish that uh, there was something that you could magically say or do that that wouldn't happen again. But I, the same scenario, same situation, I, you know, it's hard to it's hard to prevent that. What did, uh, what did Bryce do? So, new rule, you're not going back to the locker room. Um, with the targeting this year, you can stay on the field. Uh, it seemed like he was still Bryce Cosby the yeah. rest of the game, which was had to have been of a benefit to you guys. Yeah, not allowed to play, but he did a great job not only helping his position group, the guys that stepped in in his absence, but also the whole defense between series, you know, communicating with the guys over in the bench area. you just in tune. You know, he's like a coach on the field, and, you know, he's, you've heard that said a lot, but he really is. He's so, he's so smart and he's so sharp. He understands passing game concepts and what – they're trying to do to you, and he's such a smart guy that, you know, he does a great job of communicating uh, with the guys on the sideline, getting them settled down, making sure that they're, they're processing and seeing what he's seeing, and um, just just into the game. And he was working the sideline, just following the defense up and down, and trying to help his guys out there on the field. And and uh, you know, was really uh, proud of him for just being, uh, you know, embracing that role because that was you know the hand that he was dealt at that time. Made you guys really thin at safety. Yep. Um, how's Ben Stewart? look for Wednesday night? Yeah, it's game time decision still. Ben's okay. been attacking his rehab. Uh, hopefully we can get him back. You know, it's frustrating. Get hurt. Oh, about eight days before the Miami game, you know, tweaked a hammy there and all that in practice and an ankle. But, uh, you know, Ben's uh, attacking his rehab, and we're hopeful that, uh, you know, we can have him back in the lineup on Wednesday night. But uh, we still got, oh, about 48 hours here. Uh, so we'll see what happens, and hopefully we can get him back. Not that you would expect anything less, um, because he was all conference uh, when he played at Norfolk State. But uh, JT Wahi, you had to have been impressed by yeah. the job he did coming in, because he was a corner yeah. at Norfolk State to come in and play safety here. J- JT is an exceptional athlete, and you know it's not hard to see that when you just watch him go through the drill periods in practice. You watch him catch the ball, his ball skills, um, and so it's pretty pretty impressive that he can, you know, step in at safety, knowing that we have the depth that we do, and to re- to re- two returning starters there at corner. But it's awesome awesome on our end to have a guy like that that you know can step in at corner, he can step in at safety, he can play nickel. Uh, JT is a guy that uh, we can move all over the place. And so um, it was good to see him step in there and and, uh, and do a great job. And golly, you know, obviously his rep count increased. And, um, you know, 
JT is going to be a big player for us uh, as the year continues to move forward. Was he handling checks and calls? And because that's what Bryce would have done. So who was organizing the defense with Bryce out? Well, obviously you still have Brett Anderson, who's played a lot of football. And, sure. You know, some of those guys, and obviously on the sideline too. So um, obviously, you know, not quite the same level uh, that a guy like Bryce would because he's played so many games and he's been in the defense and his comfort level and all that stuff. But certainly those guys were uh, had to step up and take on more responsibility. He's head coach Mike New, Ball State football, taking on Eastern Michigan inside Schumann Stadium on Wednesday night. It's a 7 o'clock kick, which means a 6 o'clock countdown to kickoff, brought to us by Northwest Bank over on our sister station, 104.1 WLBC. You talked about the pass rush. Um, you guys got a handful of sacks. You had more than 10 tackles for loss. Um, what was different for those guys uh, last year to this year in terms of ease of getting to the quarterback? Yeah, I think, you know, it starts with the scheme part of it and what we're asking those guys to do. And one of the investments that Coach Stockton made, uh, you know, as a defensive coordinator and with the defensive coaches is we were going to make a decision to, to move the front some, to twist, to do some stunting up front, to give our ch- guys a chance to get home. And, you know, that's one of the things that uh, if you look back a few years ago when you saw Miami's tape three years ago, you see Miami's tape the last two years, the investment that they made up front on the D-line of twisting and stunting the front, it's hard to block. Uh, it clogs up some holes. Now you still got to be gap sound, so you got to have some some good, uh, obviously, technique involved and some scheme that uh, to make sure you're still gap sound in the run game and all those things. But it's the investment, uh, you know, that Coach Stockton made there, and our guys have bought into it. And and you got to rep it over and over and over. It's not something you can just say here on a hey the day after the game on right. Thursday. Hey, by the way, this week we want to do this. Right. <laughs> you, it's hard to do that and get really good at. It's selling that and then working together on some of those games uh, up front. That's an investment that you have to make and you have to practice it every day. So we've been practicing against that, you know, from an offensive standpoint for whatever, 30 days, 35 days. And so uh, I've, I, I felt strongly about what I was seeing on the practice field, and it was great uh, to see that pay off. I was going to say, you, you say it's difficult to stop, but you use the word invest in uh, investment. You have to invest in doing that on defense. Yeah. So how difficult is it to do? Well, again, it, you think about you and I consider, and I can draw a diagram on a paper and say the end's going to come inside, the tackle's going to come outside there. Well, it takes, you got to have a vertical presence to it, and you got to have some speed off the ball to threaten the offensive lineman before uh, you set those up. And so, and if you're not on the same page on who goes first, then all of a sudden you could have a collision and they run into each other, and then that's not good for anybody. That's so, five on zero. Yeah. Yes, and so there's investment. We invest in that in practice. You know, we have a five on four games period that we call it in practice, where it's a five offensive lineman against the D line, and we're working on that. That you know, and obviously, you know, it, it's just something that you have to do day in, day out, and it's part of you, part of who, what you do from a scheme standpoint. And our guys have done a great job of that, and Tyler's done a great job of teaching that. Um, you were so effective with that in the first half and in the fourth quarter. What was missing in the third quarter when Miami had the three consecutive touchdown drives? Uh, it's a football game, and so, you sure. know, just some, yeah, some things are going to go well. But the, the main thing is, is obviously you did some things good early. Obviously it's part of what you want to try to get cleaned up on film. And, and uh, But the main thing is, and the most important thing, is we battled back, and when we needed to have uh, some key stops late in the game, we got them. And so our guys did a great job with that. And so, again, the game ebbs and flows. We could have done a better job offensively you know we had the first drive coming out there where we had a touchdown but then 
you know, we stalled a, a time at least once there, and so we could have done a better job of of, uh, of executing and, and keep them off the field so they're not tired. You know how the game goes. So saying, playing for the, the first field, time, yeah. yeah, playing for the first time because they we only had the ball 27 minutes to their 33, so we could have done a better job of of uh, playing a, a you know better game, being a little more efficient there to to keep the defense on the sideline. Uh, head coach Mike New joining us. Ball State football uh, falling in Oxford on Wednesday night. They will take on uh, Eastern Michigan this Wednesday at Schumann Stadium. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. All state vehicle and property insurance company and affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.